0: Thank you for pulling into the Hope Station. I am your host. I am Bells. The Hope Station is a place to hear amazing interviews, great transformational stories and learn about the power of faith and hope to change your life. A podcast that proves living purposefully is possible. Are you ready for your own transformational story? Do you want to turn a new chapter in your life or career? There's hope. Schedule a free consult call with me to stop feeling hopeless and gain the hope you need to have the life you deserve. Information of how to schedule that appointment is in the show notes You can also connect with me through my website, Diane Bells at the dot com. Are you ready for another great interview? Hello and welcome to the Hope Station podcast. I am your host, Diane Bells, and I am closing out this month with the focus that was on addictions. This has been a very interesting month for me because I also started this month with a 100 day challenge, and I challenged myself to be writing posts every day on Facebook. So today I wrote my 33rd story. See, I was trying to break a habit, a habit of complacency, a belief of I'm not good enough, a belief that I can't stick to things and get things done, a belief that I'm really not a writer, a belief that I could be more than I thought I could be. But what I had to do was step out of these habits these beliefs, these lies that I've been telling myself. And as I watch myself during these 33 days, and also I have um, stopped another addiction, and that's Stevia for, it'll be close to 90 days. And what I've realized is that habits turned on. There's something that trips them. It's something that turns them on. And they take away your freedom and it's like one belief one habit one thought at a time and it has this believing something different about ourselves we call ourselves something that is not true it's a lie we have been fabricating stories in our life and i don't know to excuse our behavior or to permit our behavior so here are some of the things that i believed when i'm bored it's okay for me to eat. When I'm tired from a hard day's work or just overwhelmed with life, it's okay for me to sit down and binge watch hours of TV. When I'm stressed, feeling overwhelmed, I can grab a sugary snack or I can reach for an alcoholic drink. When I'm overworked, feeling almost entitled because of how hard I've worked, I would overspend. And when I was angry or upset or some other emotion, I would immediately react. I was living in bondage. These thoughts, beliefs, and feelings can cause you to act and react without asking yourself three questions is it true am I really bored or is there something else going on is this good for me is an alcoholic drink going to take away the stress is this who I want to be do I want to be someone who's out of control with their emotions Or do I want to feel like I have a firm grip on what's going on in my life? Because each time that we give in to these behaviors, these habits, we allow these thoughts to run rampant in our head. We title and label ourselves things that aren't true. It's like we're adding links to a chain. And after each link we've connected, it's almost like we chained ourselves in bondage and they become so tight that you start feeling trapped and powerless. You start believing that nothing can change. You stop believing in yourself and what you're capable of doing. And when you feel this way, like I have been feeling and saying something different has to happen. It was time for me to do a root cause analysis. And as an executive, this is something that we would do. What was causing different situations and circumstances within the workplace? What were we doing right that was causing positive results? And what might be going wrong that we were getting less than the results we hoped for or negative results? So if you look back and say, well, why? Or when did this happen? It can take us forever to figure it out. So what I did instead is start looking at some of the lies that I believed about myself. I believe that because I wasn't stepping out and doing what I felt that God was calling me to do, that he had taken away my vision, my desires, and my gifts. And when I stopped believing that, when I realized that is a lie, there's nowhere in the Bible that says that God is going to do that to us. He's not going to punish us. And I changed that lie into a truth. The truth I am believing now is that the Lord has plans for me. And he has predestined me to bear much fruit. I live with joy, knowing my sins are forgiven and are out of his sight. We have to refill those neural pathways in our head that are filled with lies. It's like a ditch filled with garbage, filled with stinky, smelly, awful things that we would never say to another human being. But we are okay and give ourselves permission every day to believe those lies. And it's an awful feeling. When you lie and you lie and you lie, you can't seem to see the truth anymore. I also was believing that because I might not have had credentials, I'm not someone famous. Why should I have a podcast? What do I have to say? You're just going to make a fool of yourself. I really started believing this truth that God has selected me for his purpose. He's got a plan for me. And as his heir that I am, through believing in Christ, he has chosen me for this exact time and place to fulfill that purpose and bring him glory. Today, I was talking to a group of leaders, and they were talking about how people really have been losing their hope. They see people are more angry, more anxious, more upset. And even though I wasn't sure why I was called to do the Hope Station, information like that confirms it. Information confirms that we are a distressed and stressed, anxious, overwhelmed population. And so much of it is because we are listening to lies. And those lies are lies that someone has spoken into our life. There's lies that the media or press or social media has Have us start believing that we're not good enough, we're not pretty enough, we're not young enough, we're not rich enough, we're not famous enough. And it gets into our head and we are programming ourselves to feel not good enough, not worthy enough, not capable enough. Who wants to live that way? I know I don't and that's why I stopped it. I stopped it by started believing things that I wanted to believe about myself. And the truth is, it can't be from affirmations. I am beautiful. I am wonderful. That's just stuff I'm making up. But if I go into the Bible and listen to what God is saying about me, that's incredibly important. I love this one. And it talks about um, Samuel looking for the new king. And he was supposed to go out and find... David. And what God spoke into Samuel is because he thought, like, David, he's got better looking brothers. He's got taller brothers, smarter brothers, brothers who aren't shepherds. And the Lord said to Samuel, humans do not see what is visible, but I see the heart. And what I know is that my entire life, I've had a heart for the underdog. A heart for people that I saw were struggling. A part of me could see there's something better you could be doing. And I wanted to help them. I wanted to coach them. I wanted to encourage them. People will come to me. My girlfriends would come and tell me things that they have never told someone else. Horrific things that had happened in their life. And they wanted to lift that weight of the shame. And they felt that they could confidently share that information with me and it would never go past my ears. I would not share it with anyone else. They blessed me with that feeling of you're safe. I believe in you. And that's what I do with my clients because they are willing to bear their souls. They're going to tell me the shame They're going to tell me the struggles that they have. They're going to tell me the truth about what they believe is true. And then I help them uncover the lies. And what I've discovered in my own life and in the life of my clients and students is that when you change your story, you can change your life. See, we were built for more. But part of that more is scary part of that stepping out and starting a podcast, part of that of stepping out and writing stories on Facebook that people can judge, stepping out and proclaiming that I am going to do something and I'm going to let people on social media, watch me either succeed or fail. I stopped being afraid because I knew that God had a purpose for what he was asking me to do. It's been a scary couple of years losing my husband, deciding to sell my home and move 1,100 miles away from my family. And in that time that I've been here, God has been doing a good work in me. And I love the work he's doing in me. He is taking those lies and he is destroying them with his truth. What would it feel like if you were free from the lies The bondage of beliefs that weren't true, the bondage of having this dream inside of you, of doing something that you think is impossible, and finally stepping out in courage and doing it. How would that change your life? How would that change your relationships with the people that you live with and work with? More importantly, most importantly, how would that change your relationship with God? When you started trusting him more than you trusted anyone else, when you trust him that you are beautifully and wonderfully paid, when you trust him that he has a plan for you, what would that do for your life? So what I'd like you to do is look at some of the lies that you've been telling yourself. It might be something like, it starts with, I'll never I'll never lose weight. I'll always feel bad about myself. It's too hard. I'm not that smart. What if I fail? I rarely, if ever, succeed. This problem is just too big for me to handle. I don't believe I can ever be or do anything different. And what if you could turn that lie around just pick one and you know which one you should try (laughs) that you should try to work through first it's the one that you keep hearing in your head every time you try to step out and do something different what are you hearing your thoughts tell you what is it speaking to you i want you to capture that thought and i want you to put it under (laughs) God's truth, to look at what God says. So what's the opposite? If if you're hearing, I'm not good enough, he's saying you are beautifully and wonderfully made. If you're saying, I'm not that gifted and talented, he's saying, I have given you gifts from my storehouse, a variety of spiritual gifts. I want you to use them. Go do it. How would that feel? Just take One lie and spend the week trying to crush it dive into your Bible open it up and say what is the truth that God wants to tell me that God wants me to believe that he loves me so much that he does not want me to be in bondage because Jesus came to set us free from addictions from lies from not believing in ourselves to overcoming. He wants to do that in our lives. And I love when he says, my yoke is easy. Put his yoke on you and take off the chains of the lies that you've been believing. Because I can tell you this, there is such beauty and freedom such beauty to be able to say no to the things that aren't good for you and yes to the truths and the things that are good for you. I hope that this has been inspirational and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Until then, thank you so much for pulling into the Hope Station and I wish you a blessed and beautiful week. Thank you so much for pulling into the Hope Station. Wasn't that a great episode? My hope is that this episode brought you hope. Do you want to be a hope giver? I hope so. And how you can do that is to share this podcast. Post the episode on social media, write a review or rate the podcast. This helps engagement and boost the podcast out to other listeners in need of hope. So thank you. Thank you for participating. Thank you for helping. Thank you for being a valued listener. And my hope is that you have a great week.